Hello, hello, and welcome back to Mindfully Rich Podcast, your weekly look at life and finances with a twist where we talk about improving your overall relationship with money and building better financial habits. On each episode, I'll discuss real life situations and give y'all practical advice. The point of this podcast is to help you stay in your financial lane so you won't end up broke. I'm the creator and host, Gina Richie Richardson. Now, let's jump into today's conversation. What's up, y'all? What's up? I know y'all like, what? Looking, doing double takes. Like, is she is she back? Yes, yeah, she back. <laughs> Child, I'm not even going to go into it because I'm not a big excuses type of person. Just because, you know, those are the tools of in- the incompetent. And I am not incompetent. Child, I just know when I need to take a break and when I really need to get on out of here. And it's like, I feel like I'm going through like a seasonal depressional time, you know, For those of y'all who've been rocking with me since the podcast has started, y'all know I went from being a full-time employee, part-time entrepreneur to now a full-time entrepreneur and child. It is just, it's something. It's like, for me, I thought this would give me more time to do every single thing that I wanted to do, but it makes it a little bit more complicated when you out here playing survival of the fittest. You know, what I eat, I'm sorry, what I catch is what I eat. So it's like it's a different type of game and getting this business off the ground and making sure that my name recognition is out there and building up my clientele and my business for the new year. All of those things have been on my mind. I've been strategically planning, been doing lots of boring stuff that y'all probably don't want to hear about, but that's where I've been. But child, let me tell you what. I got so many ideas. I got so much stuff that is coming up that is going good. And I'm just like, all right, we can finally do it and really do it this time because I didn't want to come back to y'all. Did I be gone for some more weeks or do some other stuff? So it's like I had to get myself planted. I had to get myself grounded in how we're going to move forward. And it feels really good. All I can say is that lots of great things have been happening in my life. I'm so glad to be back with y'all. Oh my God, y'all have been just listening, listening, listening like crazy. I said, it's so crazy how when I'm not producing episodes weekly or bi-weekly or even sporadically like I had got throughout this year, y'all just be listening. And like my heart is so full of gratitude just because thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Each week, the numbers have just been going up and I'm just like, I don't even know what they listening to at this point. So it just lets me know that there is lots of new listeners and welcome. Okay. <laughs> Y'all are in the right place. And this is episode 106. Your girl been doing this for a while. So it's like me going through this little period right now where I've needed to step away from the podcast. It's cool just because I'm 106 episodes in. And so we back. So y'all get used to hearing this voice again. Child, we own it. And it feels good. It feels good to be back. Okay. So... Let me tell y'all what happened this weekend, okay? We're going to get into the topic, but I got to let y'all know what happened this weekend with me, okay? I sang the national anthem with my ensemble at my church at the Bulls game, the Bulls-Kings game here in Sacramento. Like, I'm from Chicago, so when I tell you I was super excited that that was the game we got a chance to sing at and y'all it was just such a surreal experience and I feel like it was just the energy boost that I needed to get myself up to get energized to want to do the things that I want to do because 
Although I have optimism out this world, right? There are some things that bring me down. And when I get down, child, I be down. I go into a box. I just sit there. I'm not reaching out. I'm not doing none of the things. And that's how I've been. And so I just want to say thank you to those of y'all who've reached out. What you doing? Child, my friend Arthur was like, uh, excuse me. When is the next episode of Mindfully Rich coming out? Okay, so I was like, all right, let me get up. Let me get, let me get up, right? You know, and y'all probably can relate. You know, I'm okay with admitting that I feel like I was going through a small set of depression, right? That happens. And it's good to admit those things because now you can start to say, all right, now how do I get out of this, right? And so I was there. I'm not going to say that I'm all the way out of it. I can't tell you exactly everything that I'm depressed about. I just know that something's not right that has me wanting to lay down, that doesn't have me being as active as I used to be, that doesn't have me being as productive as I used to be, you know? So it's one of those things that I'm getting out of slowly, and I'm happy about that. And I want to go ahead and admit that. So that way, if it's somebody that's listening, if you're going through the same thing, it's okay. Be good to yourself and also be honest with yourself. And I'm one of those people that I can always be honest with myself. And so I don't want to start ranting on y'all probably like, all right, girl, you been gone. Where the episode at? Okay, so I got you. All right, so let's go ahead and get into it. I've already said all of my hellos and welcomes. I'm sitting here trying to go through it because I ain't really had no notes. <laughs> That's how we operate here, okay? All right, let me go ahead and get into a few church announcements. Not even a few, just one. And then I'll do the rest of the church announcements at the end since I've already been talking a lot. I have a Patreon page, y'all. So you can go to Patreon and look for the Mindfully Rich podcast. That is where I am starting our rich gang community. Now, I know I could have did this on Facebook, right? Lots of people was like, oh, do it on Facebook. But if I'm being completely honest with myself, I'm not going to get on Facebook. Ever since my mom passed, me, my mom, when she passed in 2018, it's been really hard for me to be on Facebook without her being there. I have no idea why. It just is. Like, it shouldn't be. But it is. Okay, so I hardly even go on there. I haven't probably been on there in about a month now, right? Maybe a month and a half, maybe two. Okay, so I can't do the group there because it's going to be hard for me to check it. But Patreon, I'm always on Patreon. And also, I'm an entrepreneur. This is how I make money. This is how I progress. This is how I live. And so I have to start establishing those avenues that are going to be monetary, right? So I truly feel like the content that I put out there is good enough. It's great, actually. What I'm talking about, good enough, okay? It's great. All right. And I'm also going to be pouring into this community. So the rich gang community will live on Patreon. So go ahead and check me out there. You can go ahead and get signed up. The beginning of the year is when I'm about to start pouring and putting all of those things over there. Like my goodies, we're going to do Q and A's. I'm going to have bonus episodes. That's right. Bonus episodes. Like I'm going to be concentrating on the Patreon, probably a little bit more than I've ever concentrated on IG. IG is going to get some things like I'm going to do preview type things, but all of the stuff is going to be poured on over to the rich gang community over at Patreon. So go to Patreon and look for the mindfully rich podcast. Go ahead and sign up. There are three different tier levels. The tier levels are five to $15 per month. That's going to be my subscription based service there. So if you support the kid, go ahead on over there, child. I promise you, you will not regret it. It's going to be bomb. All right. So 
we're going to go ahead and jump into the reason why y'all here, which is the Let's Talk About Money segment. And for those of y'all that are new, this segment has changed over the years. I have been doing this podcast almost, it'll be three years in March. Look at me. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and so normally in this segment, I would take a R&B or hip hop song, their title, and use that as the topic point. I didn't have one for today for what we're going to be talking about because it is the holiday time. And I thought we need to really sit down and have a family discussion about recognizing financial manipulation, especially during the holidays. So our topic today, y'all, we are talking about recognizing financial manipulation during the holidays. I know y'all like, oh, we getting deep. Yes, we is. We are getting deep. Let me go ahead and pause the volume on my computer child because messages just be coming through. Okay. So let's go ahead and jump into it. The reason why I selected this one is I've noticed that I've done a good job, no matter how successful I've gotten, I've done a good job of not letting anyone manipulate me financially, right? I've done a very good job of not falling for the tricks. And y'all are about to hear what some of those tricks are. And since we're in a holiday time, I want to make sure that I give you some examples that you can point out. A lot of y'all probably heard the title and already knew exactly what I'm talking about. But some of y'all are like, tell me more. Okay, give me a little bit more on that, all right? And so I want to give you a few examples on what financial manipulation looks like from your friends and your family members, all right? So let's say one of your friends or your family members, they intentionally make you feel guilty for not giving them some money, okay? So like, say they ask you for something, right? And then they just make you feel guilty about it. You know how they do it. Like, ah, you can't give me this. You can't do that. You know, you know how they sound. They're trying to financially manipulate you, whether they know it, whether it's intentional or not. Right. Another thing is, say one of your friends or your family members is complaining about their financial situation. Right. And they complaining like, oh, my God, I can't pay this. I can't do that. You know, you know what that looks like. Right. This is leading up to them looking for you to offer some type of financial assistance in the end, right? They talk about, oh man, Christmas coming up. I can't pay such and such bill. I can't do this. Child, they're going to cut the lights off. You know what it looked like, okay? Whether they intentionally are doing it or not, they are trying to financially manipulate you. Another example is if your friend or your family member, they start complaining about their finances while starting to compare their finances to yours, right? So we're taking the same element that I just gave you the other example for the complaining part, but now we're also comparing, right? I can't pay this. You could pay all your bills or you got that big old job over there at the state or you got this good job over at XYZ company. You've been doing good at ABC Inc. You know, so it's like they start doing all of those things so that you can start feeling sorry for them. And then you can offer some type of financial assistance in some type of way. You guessed it. Yes. Whether they intentionally are doing this or not, 
They are financially manipulating you, right? And this happens so often, whether that's, and when I'm saying family, I could be talking about your mama, your daddy, your sister, your brother, your cousins, right? Your aunties, your uncles, whoever it is, it comes in different forms. It could be your friends. It could be your own friends. Yes, you just have to be good at recognizing it. And of course, this isn't the name that we probably associate with it because for those of all for those of us who've grown up probably like me you know I'm a black girl from Chicago all right I've grown up seeing a let me get let me hold let me get you know all of those sayings right and it and it's just kind of one of those things and then the story comes after it sometimes it's just let me get and then they just give it you'll give it to them just because you don't even want to hear the story Right. You're just like, all right, I'm going to just go ahead and get them out the way. I'm just going to go ahead and do it. But it continues. And I feel like I've done a really good job in life of not having that be a running thing for me because I happen to be now the cousin who lives in California. So it is an automatic that I must get it right? Because I live somewhere else. I moved out of my hometown. And a lot of y'all, that may be your story too. You moved out of your hometown. You work for a big company that has a big name, right? But they may not even be paying what the people think that you make. Of course, everybody always creates whatever type of narrative it is to try to count your pockets. It's just a thing. And it happens, right? And that's the reason why we're going to have this this crucial conversation today so that we can talk about it so you can recognize those things, right? So what is the reason why your friends and or family members are trying to financially manipulate you? The biggest reason is they need something from you, right? And check this out. Everybody ain't on the asking list, child, okay? Because people do this, and I've mentioned this before. People form a narrative in their head, or maybe you didn't told them with your big mouth right? You didn't told them about the bonuses that you get at your job. You didn't told them about how much money you making. You didn't told them something that has led for them to know that you got it. And that's the reason why they are coming to you and they're going to try to get on that everlasting hamster wheel with you by trying to financially manipulate you into giving them something that they need and or want. All right. So I got you though. We finna get you off of that hamster wheel, okay? We finna go ahead and get you off of that. I'm about to give you three ways that you can combat financial manipulation, especially during this time, right? You can use this at any time. I'm just using the holiday time because it's on trend, okay? But for real, this is definitely the time when people are gonna be asking. They got their hands out, all right? So first, I want you to remember that you don't owe nobody nothing. You just don't. All right. And a lot of people, they get this in their head, especially when face to face with your friends and or family members where you just be like, dang, you know, I probably should do it because they got you cornered. Right. You got to be stronger than that. All right. You got to be quicker, <laughs> quick on your on your on your mind feet. All right. And so your success within your job, your success with your finances is not an excuse for you to be your mamas, your daddies, your sister, your brothers, your aunties, your uncles, your cousins, your friends, their fix of finance. Okay. You are not that for them. You can't do that for them, right? You can try and you can ask people out there, the people who have tried to be that fix of finance, that's what I'm calling it right now, okay? That's a word that I've coined, all right? So if you said, you better say, I heard it on Mindfully Rich, okay? But when you try to be that fix of finance, you now are that person that they go to all the time, all right? They now don't have to ever try to figure this out because guess what? You fix the finance, baby. You the one that they coming to, okay? But 
You got to understand you are not that. You don't have to be that. There are going to be situations, of course, where you could discern in that situation if it's the right decision for you to make, right? But there are situations where you probably can point out, y'all listening, you know what? They just coming to me callously, all right? They coming to me all the time. Right. It ain't just a this situation type of thing. And most of the time it's not people. They're not trying to manipulate you most of the time. Right. But it's something inside of us. We teach people how to treat us. So if you are going to be that person, they're going to continue to come to you as that person that you've shown them that you could be. All right. So hopefully that makes sense. All right. So the next thing that you can do to combat financial manipulation from your friends and your family members is going to be calling them out, right? Call them out. Let them know. All right. Check this out. For the last couple of months, you didn't been asking me for this or during Thanksgiving last year, during Christmas last year, and or whenever said time was, you call them out and let them know, hey, you know, I understand that you think that I may have X, Y, and Z, but I want to, I want to make sure that you understand, like, I'm, I can't be that person for you. Right. And I know that that's hard because it's like, how do I tell someone that, you know, how do I tell someone that I feel like that they're financially manipulating me or they're trying, they're attempting to financially, financially manipulate me. Right. And most of the time that was a big pause because I was sitting here trying to figure out something else. Most of the time you got to call them out. You got to let them know, look, you can't use my niece as an example as to the reason why you need to keep the lights on and Christmas coming up. And that's the reason why I need to give you some money. All right. You can't call me and say, mama, I'm not going to be able to pay blah, blah, blah. And the holiday is coming up. And that's the reason why you need to pay X, Y, Z. Right. You just got to call it out, whatever that is. It is. You just call that thing out and you put them up and let them know. Because sometimes when people are financially manipulating you, they don't know that they're doing it because they didn't been doing it for so long to probably you and other people that they don't even understand that they're doing it. Right. It's not something that you recognize. Right. I had to think about this even in the sense of my kids. Right. My kids will come to me after I'm trying to figure out, I don't know if they go to their dad or not, but they know what to come to me about. Right. And they'll, and they'll continue to do it. Now I'm not going to say my kids are financially manipulate me or anything like that, but let's say they do know when and, and what times to come to me. That's just like our family and our friends. They know what times to come to you. We know what those times may look like. I mentioned earlier about bonuses, especially if it's during the time that you get a bonus, you didn't told other people about it, child, baby. Somebody finna be going through something and they finna reach out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is it on purpose? I mean, it'd be feeling like it, right? So I don't really have another excuse there because why does it happen? Okay. <laughs> I don't really, I don't really know, but I know that it absolutely does. There's a lot of times that people around us will take our kindness for weakness. And I want to empower you right now to understand that. Watch out for that. Pay attention. Be be on your, your mind feet, okay? Like I said, you got to be on your mind toes, okay? Your mind got to be going when you're hearing these things. So that way you could discern whether this is something you want to participate in or not, right? 
which is leading to the last way that you can combat financial manipulation. And that's creating boundaries. I did a whole series on boundaries. I want to redo this series so much, but the first one was so good. It's like episode 85, 86, 87. Y'all got to go back and go listen to it. The boundaries. Oh my God. It was so good. I think I'm going to link it in the show notes. So you can go in the show notes and go back to those. You got to create those boundaries with the people in your life. There are ways that you create financial boundaries with yourself. Once you understand what your financial boundaries are, once you understand what the financial boundaries are with you and your spouse, when y'all have come up with the things that you will and you won't do, what it is that y'all are going to come to each other to, even even when I'm talking to my solo people, for even for my solo people, you can do and have financial boundaries for yourself. That is very important because once you've created those financial boundaries for yourself, you understand what you're willing to do, what you're not willing to do, right? When you're not clear with the boundaries that you form for yourself, you let other people walk over you. And then that's when manipulation is able to come in and just to take place and run wild in your life. And then you sitting there looking like, dang, I didn't gave all my money out. When I still need to do X, Y, Z, you didn't create those boundaries. You need to have financial boundaries with yourself, within your relationship so that y'all can have those boundaries that y'all have separately and together and financial boundaries with the people that are around you right? You have to understand that. And if you go back to those episodes, episode 85, 86, 87, and maybe 84 too, in the 80s, child, that's all I know. (laughs) Go back and check them out. It was bomb. All right. When you formed those boundaries, manipulation is not able to sway you. It's just not right? And that's something that I've done. And when you have those boundaries, you are showing that it is unacceptable to use mental and or emotional tactics to get you to spend money, give money, lend money. Okay. Period. All right. So go ahead, go back and check out those episodes. I got a lot of episodes, but that boundary series, Ooh, baby, that was a good one. I couldn't top that. That was good. So I don't even want to sit here and try to even do that right now. All right. But then check this out. I get it. I understand. There are a lot of people that do for their friends and their family members financially. You do a lot for them, right? I just want you to recognize when you're being manipulated or not. And if that's something that you want to take place in, take part in, not place. Child, I'm like, what? Place. What? (laughs) If you want to take part in that or not, I don't want you to just get got because Y'all are part of the rich gang and we don't just get got over here. I'm your leader. Okay. We don't get got. We do the getting. Okay. Not, not, you know, not like that, but you get what I'm saying. We don't get got basically. Okay. So just to reiterate that point on boundaries without boundaries, people can take advantage of you because you haven't set those limits about how you expect to be treated and what you will and what you won't allow. All right. So that's it. I believe that is it. I think I've been talking. Okay. We talked about the financial manipulation, how to spot it, how to combat it, why people do it. Yep. Well, baby, we covered it all. Okay. So a few church announcements before we get on out of here. Ooh, this is a long episode. I just look, baby, I guess I'm glad to be back. Okay. So 
few church announcements right now. I am scheduling clarity calls. You can schedule a clarity call with me. Y'all don't go into this new year still lacking in your finances. If we need to come up with a financial plan for you to, to determine whatever your financial goals are, how you can save for those. If you can manage your money better, if you need to increase your credit score, if you need to pay down debt, Book your clarity call with me. I didn't show y'all in 106 episodes that I know what the hell I am talking about. So if this ain't for you, if this for somebody else, child, go ahead and send them to my website so that they can book a clarity call. You can go to wherever you're listening to this podcast at. In the show notes, there should be a link for you to click so that you can book a clarity call with me. I am taking on 10 new clients each month. And so right now, I believe I have six slots left. In the month of December. So go ahead and check me out there. Also, if you are a business, a nonprofit, a community organization, a church, I would love to partner with you and providing financial empowerment to your audience, to your employees, to your students, to whomever it is that you serve. Let's schedule a call so we can talk about some options for you. I am looking to partner with 30 companies in 2023. Y'all, I got my strategic plan down to a T, okay? Your girl can talk, all right? I am ready, all right? Ready. T. All right. So help help a sister out. All right. So book your clarity call with me if you want some help in the financial arena and schedule a call with me if you would like to partner so that we can provide financial empowerment to your audience, to your employees, your students and or whomever it is that you serve. All right. So don't forget the Patreon, the Mindfully Rich the Mindfully Rich Podcast. Child, it is too many words. The Mindfully Rich Podcast is on Patreon. Go ahead and sign up for that. Got a lot of good stuff that is coming on there. Got a few things that I'm going to discuss with y'all next week. The episode for next week is already done, so y'all don't even have to worry. And it's coming out on Monday, all right? So this is kind of like a bonus, all right? So that's it, y'all. That's it. I was in here looking like, do I got any more notes? I got anything else to talk about? That is it. All right. I want y'all to live life mindfully, intentionally, and on purpose. And until next time, when I hit y'all with another one.